Is it time to start? Would you roll the music, please? Let's start. I got other things to do awesome. today. Oh, my God. Like Guess what? working or not. <laughs> if you're reading Play the music. Reading those Egyptian voiceovers again, right? $15 or whatever it is. Hey, Stop welcome. <laughs> welcome to yet another episode of Show Center, the Air Show podcast. We're so happy to be here with you. Taped in front of a completely fake studio audience. There they are. Thanks. Listen, we're glad to be here with each and every one of you. Really, that's. It, I think I think Mark Sorensen's actually the only person that listens to this, but we're glad you're here, Mark. Well, he's the only one that admits to listen. That's right. That's right. No, there is another. There is another, and it's uh, Greg McShane at Marine Corps Air Station Yuma. He, we should do a shout out to him. He loves us. He laughs with us, and uh, anyway. Well, we'll so. fix that. Yeah, we'll fix. That. <laughs> <laughs> glad you're here, Yuma. 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 Yuma yep. Air. I, I, 310 to Yuma. Gotta love it, right? A lot of That's great right. stuff out there. Listen, we want to get right into this because there actually is a lot going on uh, today, and, and we wanted to come on. We've, we've been a little, I mean, we've been, we've been a little irregular with the show. I'm just going to couch it I, I that say, way. I says, pardon? <laughs> I don't think I you mean, need to bring irregularity into the program. You know, <laughs> the show needs a little Metamucil. And yes. uh, we, How, we, you know, you, are you old enough to remember Saratan? That's nature spelled backwards. Now, there you go. Well, I, at this point, I would be welcome to have. Uh, we would be welcome to have any of those on uh, as a as a sponsor as a at this sponsor. point. But it's a paid sponsor. Uh, let's yeah. get right into prop wash though, because here is our our newsman himself, Mr. Rick Peterson. <laughs> yes, <laughs> the most professional show in all of airshow yes. media when it comes to news, Rick Peterson. That's right. With prop wash, uh, I should. I will. I will start with the uh, the Snowbird uh, investigation into the uh, the tragedy last year has been completed, and they've made some recommendations. Uh, it's never one thing, as we know in aviation. It's a cascade of events that uh, that causes these kinds of things. Uh, I should point out some of the highlights from this, and I hate to take things you know out of context without their entirety. So I will point out that it is public, and you can read it all. If you go to the Canadian Forces site, and they've uh, they've been very <clears throat> um, uh, forthright with it, so you can read it. Most of the mainstream media have gotten a lot of it wrong, but that's all right. Even though I think the uh, the military did a great job of getting the information out, uh, but some people just can't be helped. Uh, so DNA evidence collected from the engine's internal components uh, confirmed the ingestion of a bird. And that was witnessed. We saw the video evidence of that uh, as we went through this process. However, they point out in the uh, in the uh, investigation, the damage it caused was insufficient to cause a catastrophic failure. Rather, it resulted in a compressor stall that was never cleared. Uh, they go on to say with their recommendations uh, that a directive be published which outlines the air crew's priority where an emergency during the takeoff or landing phase occurs and has the potential to result in an ejection near or over a populated area. It also recommends further training on engine-related emergencies be practiced in the takeoff and low-level environment. And it also recommended that the practice of storing items between the ejection seat and the airframe wall cease immediately. And as we know from uh, being around the Snowbirds uh, all of these years with that jet, they travel... Uh, pretty compactly uh, to get around the country with their technician on board. 
and uh, they have their little uh, roller bag uh, with their clothing and things like that that fits behind their heads uh, between the wall and the ejection seat. Well, that will cease immediately. Uh, the truck that they now transport the spare engine with and, and some parts and stuff like that for the technicians that follows the team around North America, that's all been newly covered uh, in a beautiful display of photography and uh, and logos and things for this year. That That will probably be used now more for transporting some of these things. And then finally, further research was recommended into the potential options that would stabilize uh, the CT114, the Tudor's ejection seat from any tendency to pitch, roll, or yaw immediately following its departure from the ejection seat rails. And that has been an ongoing problem. And, uh, and there it is again uh, in an investigation. Uh, so hopefully this, this gets fixed soon. Uh, the team continues. They're not grounded. Uh, they're continuing to train and uh, and. All of these recommendations, I'm sure, will be followed and implemented. And the jet is supposed to be around until 2030. That's uh, the upgrades uh, will begin next year. Uh, they want to put a glass cockpit in them. And, of course, they're looking to fix the ejection system, too. So perhaps a new seat. And there'll be more on that. Uh, on prop wash as well, small business administration in the U.S. was not going to give airshow operators access to the $16 billion grant program aimed at helping entertainment venues shuttered by the pandemic. A federal agency didn't consider air shows a performing art and uh, still don't, although that seems to be changing thanks to uh, uh, House Rep. Uh, Michelle Steele, uh, the Republican out of Seal Beach. She's leading the push to get the SBA to reconsider the decision. And uh, that was spurred on by Kevin Elliott at the Great Pacific Air Show. ICAST has followed suit now, <clears throat> and uh, the ball is rolling. Uh, to get this uh, lobbied and get it included. As Kevin Elliott pointed out, uh, this um, $16 billion, if every air show in the U.S., just under 300 of them, all went in on this, they, we're talking maybe 1% of the entire uh, budget for the grant program, so it's not a big deal. Let's get it done. Uh, the live venue operator and promoter definition under the Economic Aid Act requires an entity to either put on a performing arts events at qualifying venues or sell advanced tickets to performing arts at qualifying venues. And while air shows are a form of live entertainment, in the SBA's opinion, it does not constitute a performing art. And, uh, you know, talk to talk, uh, Sean Talker and other people about that. <laughs> yes. Sean, as we know, Sean put together this formation flying team this year and landed a, a sponsor contract worth $4.5 million dollars and they lost that lucrative contract and all but a couple of gigs. Uh, he's left carrying a $2 million debt, uh, forcing him to lay off 11 people and sell off two of his prized planes, according to one media report on this. So uh, it's hit the industry hard. Uh, of course, by helping the industry, you help the performers as well. And ICAS uh, has gotten a, a video that's out and, uh, and are helping lobby. And hopefully we'll have some good news to report on that. So that, in a nutshell, a couple of the uh, things we wanted to put up front in Prop Wash. I think it's great reporting, as always, Rick Peterson from uh, Prop Wash News there. Yes, listen, I, we, we want to get right into this because today we, we have not just, he's not just one time winner of the World 4-Minute Freestyle Champion. He's, not just two. No, 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 no. Count Not just three, not just four. But, all together now, five-time world 
freestyle aerobatic champion. Nine. So, yeah. It's nine. Nine. Well, the U.S., unlimited yeah. U.S., but five keep is up. as, as keep world. Up, yeah. Right. yeah. Five well, is world freestyle. I have actually correct? lost count. Yeah, do we even do we even keep count anymore? So I just did a, I just did a promo reel for um, one of the air shows that he is in. I think it was for um, for the Great Tennessee Air Show. I did a video reel, and in the graphic put seven time, and they they had to call it Rick. It's nine, nine times. Nine <laughs> I, had, times. I had to read wow. it. I had to redo the graphic. Well, I'm talking about uh, America's lover of steak and extreme aerobatics, Mr. Rob. Holland uh, joins us now via phone from down there in Arkansas. Rob, uh, welcome to the show. Glad you're here. Glad to be here. How's it going, guys? Uh, we're thrilled to have you on here. Uh, new paint job. Uh, not yes. not a new paint scheme, but a new paint what? job, right? Wait a minute. What? Yep. Because, what? Yeah, why stop a good thing? No. No, no. We're having him on because this is an exciting new paint job. It's, the fact well, is, well, it's, <laughs> it's exciting because... Well, Rob, correct us if I'm if we're wrong, but it's it's exciting because it's paint and not vinyl. Yeah, that's right. It's a it's a new paint job. It's not a new paint scheme. So, I mean, there's going to be some subtle differences, but it's pretty much the same. Oh, for God's sakes! Can we hang up on him? <laughs> Where's the music? Yeah, yeah. now what are we gonna? Jeez. Yeah, I mean. The plane before the plane is painted solid black, and all the color on it, the red and the white and checkerboard, is all vinyl. And you have to replace it every single year. And I basically just kind of get tired of it. And Afterglow came along, and they've been awesome to work with. And we decided to get rid of all the vinyl and make it all paint. I think it looks really cool. I, I've always liked this scheme the best. And, well, well I'm not going to go into that story from Rhode Island a few years ago. That was just downright funny. But, uh, anyway, <laughs> I, I love – I... Whoa, 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 time out. You can't, you can't do that. I, listen. You can't you, just leave us you, hanging. This you is, left us hanging. That's this is right. just you, a story between, you know, Rob and Chris Porter and I and, and, a, and, and, a, and an inadvertent faux pas from the marketing folks. And, all I'm say. and now, and now, the thousands of people who are listening to yeah. show centers. So fess well, up. It, Let's hear the story, gentlemen. <laughs> Can I tell it, Rob? Do you, I mean, it was it was, it was just it was sort of uh, I I couldn't. Let's just say that if if and when he was sponsored by a major major media corporation for that show, uh, that might have had the name Cox. And the ad said, "Rob Holland loves." Anyway, with the cable with company. I'm yeah. make you say it. <laughs> It got a little interesting. I it quickly changed it, and I think Chris Porter to this day is the only guy that that may have figured that out. So, uh, anyhow, that, Rob, is that not same air show where the local Ford dealer was Pinkley Ford? Look, I love and, those guys. And didn't didn't they have at one year the year I was there the only year I was there I believe they had a promotion on the Pinkley Taurus. Well, there you go. I'd like to welcome Luke Carrico, by the way, as the next announcer of the Rhode Island Air Show. Formally, just go ahead and get that out of the way. <laughs> so, by, by the way, Rob, congratulations on, on – I mean, to me, this is the ultimate form of flattery. When they, when they make a model of your airplane, and there you are. I got this month's uh, you know, edition of Model Aviation. I've been an AMA member since I was a kid. And right there from CARF uh, is you and your smiling face in a big full-page ad on your own MXSRH. So you now, 
everyone can own one of these. It's really cool. Yeah. That's pretty cool. They did an amazing job with it. You know, that whole thing without all the control um, servos and stuff, it was only like 16 pounds, which just boggles my mind. It's 41% scale. How, how, what's the wingspan and length? That, what are the dimensions of the, of the, uh, the model? It's, it's 41% scale. So I, wow. I, I didn't measure it out, but it's pretty big. It's, it's ginormous. And it's coming in at what kind of weight? Like 16 pounds. Wow. It's interesting. <laughs> on, the, amazing. on the ad, it, you know, 2.9 meter, all composite, high performance aerobatic model. Uh, and then it goes down here, biaxial carbon web reinforced fuselage for the highest stiffness. I mean, you got to have a, here we go again. Um, <laughs> I was going to leave that alone. I'm just really, going to, I can't I, anyway, my microphone yeah, from in here. It's, Damn it. it's, it's just an awesome looking airplane. And I, I uh, congratulate you. That's, hey, that's, that's really cool though, Rob. So welcome to the show. Uh, give us, okay. give us a, uh, you know, we're starting off. It, it's, Last day of March, getting ready to get into April here. Spring has sprung, as they say, and everybody uh, all over, at least the northern tier states, are starting to push those airplanes out of the hangar for the first time uh, since, you know, winter maintenance was over. Give us just a, a quick few tips, if you will. What What's important on those first few flights of the year? Man, just, um, just being smart about it, getting your head back in the game, you know, starting off with just the pure fundamentals, not going too extreme and you know, just really working with the roots and then working your way up. So, you know, rotations and lines and um, pulls and pushes and starting to build your G-tolerance and make the G-tolerance back up and then slowly moving into the more complex figures to, you know, put your show back together for the rest of the season. How is your fitness after uh, after the winter months? Uh, it's not too bad. You know, it's always the negative Gs that, kind of suck you know the positive g's i can jump in the airplane after a few months off and go pull 10 11 12 g's i get tired faster but i can i can pull the g's but the negative g's i'm starting from zero and slowly working my way back up that's 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 the hard one to build back up it goes away pretty quick does it make you feel nauseous when you go negative? I, I do, it does me. I just don't pull g's worth a darn positive or negative but does do you get Uh, nauseous no i've never gotten nauseous in the airplane i've I'm one of those freaks of nature that just kind of has a stomach of steel, but you, you just, it just hurts. And you push negative G and all that blood is going into your head. And hopefully that space is already occupied by something. So it's just an immense pressure. It just becomes very uncomfortable. Negative G's. I always tell people negative G's always suck. Eventually they just suck a little bit less. <laughs> I love it. I, you're the, well, the other thing I, I always love about Rob is he'll show up eating a plate of chicken wings or, you know, something at the air show. And then he's like, well, I got to fly again here in a little while. And then I, you do, you, you literally have a steel stomach. I'm convinced. Yeah. I am absolutely yeah, convinced it's, it's, that it's a box that you lock with a key at night and go to bed. What, what's yeah, new that, for it's you? Just, it just never bothered me. What's, what's coming out with this, with this new aircraft uh, paint scheme now? And it, it, I know you always got something up your sleeve. Can you divulge anything you're working on right now? New for, for 21? Yeah. Air shows. <laughs> just in general, <laughs> just just getting there is having fun. Yeah, no, I mean honestly, after the year we just had, it's it's just going to be good to get out there and start flying in front of the public again and actually get some air shows. And that's that's what's new is, um, kind of picking up the pieces from 
where we left off in 19 and getting it all going again. Hey, Rob, let me ask, let me back up a little bit to the to the model. Uh, I remember Matt Chapman saying that when he started out as a radio control pilot, it made a difference from him as he transitioned into full scale aircraft. Do you did you start that way? And and if not, do you do you fly any RC stuff and do you find it more challenging or less challenging than being inside the airplane and feeling the G's and, and experiencing the maneuvers? I mean, I don't know anything about RC flying. I've, <laughs> I've flown one once in my life, and it, I kept in the air for about 15 seconds before smashing the ground with a thousand pieces. So I, <laughs> I enjoy watching it. I respect it. I think it's really, really cool, but I don't actually do it myself. Everything I've done has actually been in the airplane. Gotcha. Wow. What is, the, the weirdest thing that I ever saw at an air show with RC, because a lot of the shows include RC flyers, was, um, it was at El... Uh, El Paso, and the guys in the morning, uh, a rehearsal Friday, and of course at the time, and it probably still is, El Paso was the home of the Patriot Missile. They, they had, you know, on the other side of the fence near the runways, they had th th thousands of the uh, Patriot Missile things all set up, uh, ready to be deployed if they were needed and all that kind of stuff. And they, of course, had an exhibit of the Patriot at the event itself in the static area. And uh, I think what we found out in the uh, in the debrief afterwards, as this guy was flying an F-86, and the jet engines are what eighteen thousand? They're like the price of a Harley or something, right? And this guy's just just getting used to the area. It's rehearsal day. There's no crowd there. He's doing a nice big loop, and it just went straight into the ground. Oh. And uh, and I, I you know I I felt bad for him. And it, we found out later that uh, the guys at the Patriot system were locking on to it. <laughs> this is how it works. Watch, see it follow this thing, around. and oh. it may have interfered with it. Oh my gosh! Don't oh. uh, don't take me to to. Uh, the, I may have parts of this story wrong, but that's what <laughs> this was a never, long time ago. <laughs> never let the truth get in the way of a good story. That's right. <laughs> well, I don't think there was any. I don't. I don't think he wanted to explain any other way because he was pretty upset over the loss of that airplane. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Well, a don't lot of money. don't uh, don't don't have that happen. That's the the moral of the story there. What Rob, as we, uh, we I know you've got stuff to do down there. What what's what you're working on right now? I know you're trying to get the airplane back together. Um, you want to give us a, a preview of what's to come for you uh, this year? Yeah, so I'm here in Fayetteville, uh, uh, Arkansas. They're just finishing up the paint in my airplane, so I'll be putting it back together over the next few days and doing a little bit of test flying on it. And then basically practicing up and getting ready for Sun and Fun. That'll be my first show of the year. I'll fly Saturday and Sunday of uh, Sun and Fun. And then I get the rest of the month off, and my next year after that is Barksdale in Louisiana. So just, like I said, I'm just excited to get out in front of people again and flying and trying to get life back to normal. Hey, if you're in, in Fayetteville, have you called up Yunkin to, to go have dinner with him at the Shogun Sushi Restaurant? I've been having dinner in his house. <laughs> you he's, he's, uh, I've been staying at the uh, Hotel Yunkin for the past few days. Oh, that's great. So he's he's probably just about ready to show you the door, I would think. <laughs> <laughs> probably, probably, probably the second I walked in. <laughs> he's, awesome. he's run out of those little teeny shampoos you get in the hotels. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, boy. You know, you, know you, you joke about that, but I... <laughs> 
I don't. I I knew a guy that had a box of those things, and and he tried one time to see if he could go a whole year with those tiny shampoos. And at the at the end of the year, this is no kid. At the end of the year, he was almost bald from from from, from whatever it was that he had gotten into. So so I I don't know. There you go. Be, be Life, careful. On the- Life on the road is right. Well, listen, Rob, I hope you get back to the road real soon. And uh, looking forward to, to seeing you at an air show. Hopefully, uh, well, I'm not even going to say it. Yeah, at some point this year, maybe. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I appreciate it, guys. Thanks for having me on. Hey, Rob, we'll, we'll see you at Sun and Fun, and hopefully I'll get the chance to announce for you out there. Should And it's going to awesome. be a webcast, by the way. So if you want to watch that, it'll be on uh, with Live Air Show TV. So <clears throat> thanks, Rob. Appreciate it. All right, thanks, Chris. All right, so long, everybody. Rob Holland there. Uh, you know, the, the thing about Rob is he's just so understated, isn't he? I mean, he's just always yes. he's so humble, and, and, and what, a, what a great guy. He and Matt Yonkin both. I bet that's that's going to be a fun place to be tonight. Well, you, you basically, you've got the, the great raconteur. You've got Matt telling, you know, the endless stream of stories that the man has, and you've got Rob sitting across from him going, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Well, but, uh, it would that would be a fun night to to be there. We were gonna we were gonna have uh, we were gonna have John Cudahy on from the International Council of Air Shows. He texted me again. He says he's in better cell area now. Better. Well, we still... you want to try and call him? I I mean I think it'd be worth having, uh, worth having yeah. him on. We this is how little we plan for this show. I just well, whatever. While you're doing that, I do want to make mention of the fact that Oshkosh has, has planned something extremely unique, and that's a double show box for the for the smaller uh, smaller acts. Johnny in cool. there? John's in here. You, I am. You're on the air. Well, Tell- we will talk about that right after we get an update from. That's right. So the small business administration thing is that fixed yet? Because we're going to call every ten minutes, John. Uh, no, it's not. Um, we are putting all the pressure we know how to bring on them, but uh, we haven't uh, we haven't gotten a no, but we haven't gotten a yes yet either. I like Kevin Elliott's uh, take on this too. Is that out of this sixteen billion dollar grant program, if all the air shows in the U.S. were to get in on this, as they should, uh, you're talking about one percent of that sixteen billion dollars. It shouldn't be an issue. Actually, Rick, you're talking about four tenths of one percent of what's. If every air, if every civilian air show in the United States qualified at the maximum amount that they could get, it would be about sixty-eight million dollars. And thus far, the program has sixteen point two five billion to appropriate to different uh, venues. So it, it, we, they would hardly notice that we're there. You guys know the business as well as I do. It could save many, many shows from going out of business. And uh, the, the, the key thing about it is the legislation does not have to change. We just have to change the perspective of the SBA people that are interpreting it. They, they ask for things like um, a stage manager. Well, we don't have somebody that we call a stage manager, but we certainly have somebody that functions as a stage manager. We just call them an air boss. And they ask right. for sound engineers, and we have those. And they ask for box offices, and we have those. And, and our struggle has been to get the people at SBA to, to understand that the name means nothing. It's the function that matters. And we have all the functions that are mandated in the legislation. So Michelle Steele has, uh, 
has sort of steered this, uh, and how many others in the House does she have following suit now? Do we know? Just under 20. I, I've lost track of the exact number, but just about just under 20. We've also made contact with the um, uh, Secretary of Commerce, who is, uh, as you may know, the former governor of Rhode Island and uh, just new to the position within the last couple of weeks. Uh, and that's part of the problem is that uh, this is coming at a time when much of the uh, government is transitioning from the from the Republican administration to the Democratic administration, and some of the positions are just coming being filled now. Isabella Guzman, who is the new SBA administrator, has been in her job less than a week at this point, and uh, that, that's why we directed some of our social media in her direction to kind of help uh, uh, help her understand that there is a there's a pending issue that we we need her <clears throat> perspective and help on. Right, and that money starts to be released in, what, a week, April 8th or something? Applications, uh, the first applications for uh, SVOG grants are, will be accepted on April 8th. So, yeah, the time, time is key here, and uh, we're, we're sort of up against it. But there's, there's a, there's a, we believe that there's a good chance that the argument that we've been making is being well-received within the SBA, that they're coming to understand that the, the terminology may be different, but the adherence to the legislative requirements is there. Uh, and uh, and then once they fix that, our guys, uh, our air shows will be able to apply for these loans and hopefully get them. And it's it's a lot of money. It's, it's not uh, like the Paycheck Protection Program, which is, a, which is determined based on salary. These, these SVOG grants are determined on gross revenue. So an air show uh, with a million dollars in revenue and uh, in ticket sales and concessions can bring home as much as $450,000. It's 45% of gross revenue. So that's a big wow. difference between, yeah, yeah. And that, 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 could, that could do a lot for these air shows. John, is it possible that we could actually rename or or assign uh, uh, rename the the positions that stage manager could be? Uh, you said air, air boss stage manager, and actually rename the title. Wouldn't that wouldn't that help? It, maybe, but what uh, I've had a few conversations with the SBA, and my sense is that they are uh, suspicious about that sort of oh. post post January 29th, which is when they, they first started talking about this post January 29th, uh, uh, changes. For example, they, one of the, one of the requirements in the legislation is that these venues host quote unquote participating performers. And, uh, and, and I talked to somebody at the SBA and they said, well, air shows don't have performers. They have pilots. And I said, we have literally called our pilots performers for a hundred years. And I, I documented that with books going back into the fifties and sixties to say, this, this is not something we made up since <clears throat> you required performers. This is, this is how we have referred to these pilots for decades. And that, that was compelling. And that, that's the kind of thing I think that is starting to move the needle uh, and get people uh, looking at our perspective a little more clearly. Good. Yeah. Pilots. Really appreciate I, I, like, the, I like that. Go ahead. Well, I just, I was just going to point out, I like how he said pilots. Yeah, not not air show announcers. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Bear, bear in mind, guys, the 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 pilots, neither the pilots nor the announcers get uh, any of the money. It all goes to the venues, and that right. in in your in our case, that would be 
you know, the Dayton Air Show, the uh, uh, the Fort Worth Alliance Air Show, and and some of our members have been concerned about that. What are what is ICAST doing for the performers, or in your case, the announcers? And our argument, our our discussion, our our perspective is that it has to begin with the event organizers because that's that's the that's the entities to which this money has been appropriated. But obviously one of the principal things that the events spend money on is, is performers and on rare occasions, uh, announcers. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I was going to say, thanks for all your work, John. <laughs> well, well listen. I couldn't think of a better time than yeah. to uh, end this conversation. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> thanks, thanks though, for all you're doing seriously, because yes, indeed. you, you guys at, at ICAST have, have taken on, uh, that, that really, thankless job of of being there in dc and being the lobby and the eyes and ears for so many of us on the ground and for you know a few hundred bucks every year um you, you do that from each of us and i i just yeah, and i applaud you for that because it, i know it, it's it, not it's not easy it, it it's it's been um what's the right word it has been compelling and 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 kind of frantic because we know well, we suspect that that April eighth deadline is going to is going to come and go, and a lot of that money is going to go right out the door. So it's important that we hear this week, or at the very latest, early next week. And uh, I, I'm still confident um, we are, you know, that at the end of the day, uh, we it, it's not a it's not even close. I mean, we qualify under the letter, the the, the very specific detail in the legislation, and we certainly qualify. Uh, for the intent that Congress intended, which is to help venues who were completely closed through no fault of their own because of the pandemic. And that's, that's what air shows are right now. I mean, we, uh, my guess is that 280 air shows canceled last year in the United States alone. And uh, they, they talk in, in the legislation, they say, well, a, a very, a very strong case can be made for any show that lost as much as 75% of their re- revenue. And, and what I've said to the SBA is our guys have all lost 100% of their revenue. This is, we are, we are exactly the kind of groups you're trying to help. Uh, so we'll, we'll see. It's, it's, we've been, we, we have, we have uh, left it all in the field as they say. Uh, and uh, um, we got a, a few more things to do. If anybody can participate, I don't know if you've talked about it already, but if anybody can t- can p- participate in our social media initiative, that's that's sort of our last uh, effort to tell uh, SBA that we're that we we are small business, that we are trying, we are the kinds of groups they should be supporting. And rather than just sharing that with uh, your grandmother and your aunts and uncles, how how do you want us to do that? Give it, give some specifics it, it, here. It, it, the um, if we share I'm the video not, on our on our Facebook page, Rick can do that. Is there a yeah a way yeah. to and, make and, that more and the hash the hashtags is is what will make it potent. The, the hashtags that are buried in there are directed specifically at uh, certain members of Congress and uh, the SBA administrator. So so be sure to use those hashtags to make sure the the message gets to where we want it. John Cuddy, thanks for coming on. We appreciate you it, bet. John. Good to talk with just, you guys. 
Yeah, let me just say once again, as as Matt and Rick have already alluded to, I remember back in 2013, you spent a lot of time and during the sequestration period to try to uh, lobby on our behalf, and it was a it was a behind the scenes thing uh, that that some of even our ICAST members didn't uh, recognize. But you're doing the same thing now, and we really really appreciate it a lot. It, it it's a it's a uh, it's an honor to serve the business, and I mean that sincerely. Thanks, John. All right. We'll talk to you soon, John. Thanks again for coming All on right. short notice. Thanks, guys. All you right. Bet. Well, it's been it's been a show, guys, and we're already out of time. Oh, I hate just, to say it, but, well, but you know. Just yeah, leave it on a really positive note. We should talk about this year and the fact that uh, so many shows are jumping in early in the season over water shows like Fort Lauderdale, Cocoa Beach, uh, Ocean City. Uh, boutique smaller shows inland in Florida too. Sun and Fun have made a few adjustments. Uh, that, that, that's going to be the first major. We're looking forward to that. Uh, then Melbourne and places like that in a boutique format. And these uh, these uh, drive-in air shows are popping up all over the place now. Chenault, uh, Dayton just switched, right, Rob? That's correct. I was got the press release this morning. Going to be a going to be a drive-in, right? Yes, it is, uh, and 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 it's it's going to be like four dollars a square foot. You can bet uh, uh, twenty by twenty starts at a, at ninety nine dollars. There you go. And, you know, and then it goes up from there. So it's it's they've got it wired. We're getting it wired. We're learning how to work in this very very uh, challenging environment. I yeah, just hope that if Oshkosh moves to this format, they get you know they get Arnie and all right. And you, <laughs> you know? we. That's we've let them down. We should have been just pounding away on that. <laughs> I mean, every episode because we've got to get the music back there. Uh, the uh, Atlantic Canada have done it up in Canada too. They've they've decided to do it. And Niagara Falls is not dead yet. Uh, ben Kennedy and the folks they're they're hoping to do it over the water there. Maybe not over the falls themselves, but <laughs> somewhere somewhere nearby. And uh, and then you started to alluded to the changes at Oshkosh, which sound exciting. They're doubling the boxes, right? Yeah, yeah, except for the big, the fast movers, they'll have single box. But 1836 is so long, uh, that runway is so long that they are actually going to split the sound system, two sets of announcers, and have simultaneous acts happening in the north part of the box and the south part of the box. So it's uh, very unique, and maybe we should call Dunbar and get him uh, in on this to tell us Next about show. it. Next show. Absolutely. Next show. We'll do it. All right, guys. I want to thank our, our recorded studio audience for uh, for all that they've done today. <laughs> Yes. And uh, and uh, of course, yeah, yeah. They're well. They're you know. <laughs> How about applause? Well, we, they can do that too. They're they are so talented. All right, Rob, Rick, have Thank, fun on the island, thanks, buddy. We'll talk I mean, soon. I'm loving the island. Now we got to call Cudahy and have a little chat with him. What is this? Uh, this uh, and sometimes air show announcers. I mean, come on. <laughs> and, and in the meantime, I hope you get a new pump for the well. Thank yeah. you. Uh, island life. Yeah. And I hope I hope you get another $15 job reading Egyptian YouTube scripts. You have no idea. <laughs> Take yes, care, please. guys. <laughs> Bye.